Hello and welcome. You're listening to another episode of the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs, and I'm your host, Brian Silverthorne. And it's my mission to help entrepreneurs make a difference and to navigate the often challenging worlds of startup and growth or relaunch. And join me today where we uh, dig deep with our guests and get you the best concepts and strategies for self-published authors and their journey from startup to success. And today our special guest is Cameron Cohen. And Cameron is a a writer, a thinker, and an internationally published writer with features in niche magazines and online sites. And he's also authored three books. Welcome to the show, Cameron. Happy to have you here. Hi, Brian. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. This sounds exciting. Good, good. Well, we'll, we will get to it. Let's start. Where are you hanging out? I live in sunny Seattle. Oh, so they've changed it since I've been there, huh? It's now sunny? (laughs) No, no, no. It's 54 degrees and pouring down rain outside. I just try to, I try to uplift. Yeah, it's late October. The rain is back. So, yeah. Yeah. So actually, I've been to Seattle a number of times. And every time I've been there, it's been a blue sky, sunny, white cloud day. Perfect. Excellent. Yes. I I don't know if it's me or I just got lucky. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes no it's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun up here it's a lot of fun up here so yeah it's a great city it really is so tell me uh your latest book or books you know what are they all about and what uh readers are you uh wanting to reach yeah so um my first book is getting reissued here shortly with some updated content so my first book was called uh what the hell is going on a guide to our world in the age of trump And I'm doing a post-COVID edition that will be out here shortly. Um, And then my first novel, Cast Iron, um, is about a young man in northeastern Missouri who kills his stepfather for molesting his sister in his life afterwards. Um, And that came out in January of 2020. And then my short story collection, because I have perfect timing, an unfinished coloring book, came out on March 13th, 2020. So the day lockdown started was the day I was in the middle of launching my book. Um, So like I said, because my timing is just perfect in every way. um, And it's it's a series of stories kind of about people's real lives. I like to write about sort of everyday trauma. And I also like to write about how people got into it. Too many books start after the trauma has happened and kind of after everything has settled down and then them trying to rebuild their lives. I start farther back. I start at the, how did they end up in this situation? So each one of the stories is kind of about that and all this sort of thing. And then um, another book that's coming out here shortly is called America's Lost Generation, which is the story of millennials and how um, we went from a generation with so much potential to basically being left behind. So it's exciting stuff. Yeah, well, you got a you got quite a variety there. So, are you trying to reach a variety of audiences, or do you, is there a unifying piece in there? Um, I don't. I find that so the nonfiction and the fiction audiences are very different. So, the people that usually read my nonfiction stuff, they come from the Cameron Journal, which is where I write about news and business and politics. That's usually a very different crowd from like who reads Cast Iron or the short story collection. Um, Honestly, I don't really focus on 
a specific audience demographic. I kind of focus on anyone who reads and finds the story compelling. So if you're into story, if you're into, you know, something interesting, usually literary, I'm not much of a genre author, um, then I'm for you. Um, so, and I've, people from all sorts of different backgrounds have read my work, loved it, enjoyed it, been into it. So yeah, I'm kind of, if you want to read, I'm for you. Okay, good. That's a great, great description. So, uh, for those that are beginning authors out there, what, what was your biggest challenge when you first got started in this? Believing myself enough to self-publish. So when I first started writing fiction seriously in 2014, I was absolutely convinced that traditional was the only way to go. Like that was it. If I couldn't land an agent and a book contract, it wasn't worth doing. And I went down that road. I pursued it really hard. Um, I had two agencies do full manuscript requests for my first novel. Um, neither of them took it up um, to rep for representation. And when I got the publishing in 34th Parallel Magazine, Cast Iron had just come out. An Unfinished Coloring Book was about to come out. And it was kind of the validation that I needed that self-publishing was going to be a viable path. You know, and I, I worked hard to make sure that my covers were beautiful. Cast Iron's cover, I photographed it myself. Um, I hired my downstairs neighbor where I was living at the time to model for me. Um, and uh, I borrowed a cast iron pan from my landlord and made that photo in an afternoon. Um, and I worked really hard to make the books really professional. But it took me a long time to get brave enough to do the self-publishing journey. It really did. And then ironically, by the time that I, you know, by the time I got the validation I craved, I had already published and it was fine. So I would say, uh, don't be afraid to find the right avenue for your work. Okay. So it's just a matter of, uh, having a little self-belief and stepping up then. I, I think so. I think, so. I think there's multiple options and pathways to getting your work out there. I've seen people walk into writers conferences with half an idea and maybe a query letter and land representation. I tried for many, many years and didn't get many bites, many close bites, but no bites. So I think you have to be open to a wide range of possibilities. And now there's a lot of resources in terms of self-publishing that allow you to compete with anything on the shelf. So if you're not having a lot of success in trad world, get brave find a little bit of courage, I had to, and and take another path. Got it. Okay, good advice. Do you uh, use your books to generate any other business opportunities, or is it just to uh, to uh, meet the the needs of, of the people that buy your books and, and enjoy reading for what you have to offer? Well, uh, yeah. So I'm, one of the things I've wanted to do for a while is really start doing more public speaking. So the next two books coming out um, are really for me to promote my public speaking on geopolitics and 
economics and all this type of thing. Um, so I, I am using those books to generate um, to generate that type of type of business. Um, when it comes to getting new business going, that's where the Cameron Journal shines. CameronJournal.com. Cameron Journal, that, that will bring people in to say like, oh, hey, we want to work with you. We want to sponsor you, all this type of thing. Um, I do a lot of third-party content verification where um, they send me great content with a promotional link. I'm able to get paid to post it. My readers get content. I get more content. They get a backlink. Everybody's happy. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, and I think as, as the nonfiction books become popular, that's going to power the speaking career. And that's, that's, that's no money to slouch at. No, not at all. Not at all. Is, uh, um, have any of your nonfiction books become bestsellers? No, no. The, the, um, uh, what the hell is going on? in actually officially sold copies has only sold maybe about 400 copies. Now during the pandemic, I did one of the best marketing stunts I've ever done. And it was the best thing for my brand ever. Everyone was literally on Twitter being like, the world is falling, the world is falling, what is going on? And I started giving away copies of my book. I literally was like, send me your address, I'll send you a copy. Or if you don't mind reading a PDF, I'll email it to you. And I probably gave away $2,000 worth of books. Best branding move ever very expensive but it got me in front of a lot of people i would have never been able to talk to before it was genuinely transformative um so no no best sellers as of yet uh fun fact though cast iron sells really well in australia oh. i don't know why i was i was recently on australian television and i told them that we had a good chuckle about it um but yeah cast iron does really great sales in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> good, so, good. So what would what would having books with bestseller status uh, mean to you and 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 your business career going forward? Well, I think we all like to add that, you know, that phrase best-selling author in the bio, right? Um I, it would be nice credibility. Um, I don't focus on that sort of thing. Um, I focus on the people. I focus on who's reading. Do they have any questions? Can I help provide them some new different information? Can I help them with their business? Can I help them with a perspective on the world? Um, you know, for a lot of my readers, it's pure education. They don't teach civics and a lot of that stuff in school anymore. So for a lot of my readers, they can't even name the three branches of government or how they work together. I mean, really basic stuff because it just doesn't get taught anymore. So that's where my focus is. If I happen to become a best-selling author along the way of doing that, so much the better. And that would be cool. But I, my focus is on, oh my goodness, you live in America and don't know the three branches of government? Well, I need to help you. Like, that's my attention immediately goes there. Well, good for you. You're 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 filling a gap that shouldn't even be there, and but that's great that you're doing it. So we're getting kind of down to the wire here, uh, and you've been through a lot of different uh, roads and and have participated in you know both the fiction and the nonfiction world. So do you have any final thoughts for some budding authors out there who could uh, learn from your experience? Yeah, I would say. Uh... If you're, if you're doing the literary magazine, Trad Pub Root, 
keep querying, keep submitting, um, get to a writer's conference if you can. Um, there's a lot of people to meet, a lot of information to learn there. Um, read about writing as much as you can and just keep going. That's literally, it's really a matter of stick to as we like to call it. Like just, you have to keep going. You have to keep putting yourself out there, all this type of thing and, and don't give up. Yeah, that's that, that actually, that's good advice for, for any, uh, area of business is to stay with it and learn while you're going. So I yes. appreciate, I appreciate that. And uh, I'm not an author, but I learned a lot from you. So that's, that's always beneficial to me too. Well, mission accomplished then. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So we'll use that accomplishment of that mission to make this a wrap of another great guest episode of the Evolvepreneur Secret Show. And just before you go, if you like this episode, please give us a five-star review and maybe share it with a couple of friends. If you want to make sure that you stay current with all the upcoming shows and catch up on any back ones, go to EvolvepreneurSecrets.show. And if you're an entrepreneur and you got a great idea working in your head, let's get it out there today.